This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Welcome everybody to episode 26 of Rebirthically. I am one of the hosts, Aaron, and I have nothing insulting to say this week about Ronnie, wow. uh, who is also with me. <laughs> That's shocking. Yeah, uh, it was a long night, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, we are here to talk about all of this past week's DC Rebirth releases, uh, I guess in detail, so there will probably be spoilers, so if you don't want to be spoiled, you know, feel free to come back as soon as you finish actually reading the comics. Um, I, I guess the first book I want to talk about, because it seemed like a, a strange way to go with the comic, is Nightwing. Okay. Um, did... This seemed like one of those kind of stock filler issues that, you know, sometimes they hire people out to to write just like a one shot. Yeah. That if if it falls behind they're like, Oh, okay, we'll just throw this at you know, throw this one out and then we'll catch back up with the main stuff next time. Yeah. It was jarring on all levels, really. <clears throat> yeah. Cause, you know, the last issue we wrapped up the the Raptor arc and everything. Right, and then so I'm. I was assuming that this was gonna just be a filler issue, but I didn't expect it to go here. Yeah, um, like I mean, Tim Seeley still wrote it, so it wasn't. You know, I, I know sometimes they'll get just like complete outsiders to, you know, just have something done in a drawer, and they're like, oh, right. okay, you know, so and so needs an extra week, so we'll just put this one. Right. But like, had they been hinting at him having nightmares? before that I'm just completely forgetting? <laughs> Not that I remember. Oh, okay. Because, like, the whole premise of the issue, I was like, huh, this came out of nowhere. Yeah. And then the yeah. fact that Superman is just like, hey, bud, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna put you in this machine and we're gonna figure out what's going on. Right. Because <laughs> it's not the Superman that he knows. Right. Even. So, yeah. that's even <laughs> another weird thing. Yeah. We know each other pretty well and if you just showed up at my door and be like hey come take a ride with me and um i'm gonna probe your brain and figure out why you're not sleeping at night right you know i'm gonna be like uh i'm gonna be more reserved than what dick was in this issue yeah i mean like i get that he knows a superman you know and and i'm sure batman has probably filled him in on what's going on right but it's still that it just the whole premise of this issue seemed very seemed very odd to me. And see, another thing that seemed odd was like through or my opinion of the whole DC rebirth line altogether. Okay. Has been the voices have been consistent in most of the DC rebirth books. Right. Right? You got Aquaman and Aquaman proper and then he shows up in Justice League and it it feels the same. Yeah. But here, in some panels, it felt the same, and then other panels, it was like, what in the hell's going on? No, I, I definitely, I felt the same way, that, like, Superman didn't feel like the same Superman. Right. And, I mean, Nightwing really hasn't been in too many other books, I guess. Did he show up in Batgirl? Or no, she was in his book. She um, was in his book, yeah. But, I mean, he was in Detective for a little bit, you know, with that... Yeah. You know, with the the crossover. Right. But, like, it, it's still... He felt more similar, but it's just, like, I don't know. The whole issue just did not... Didn't click with me. And, like, I'm I'm a big Nightwing fan. Yeah, and 
and what for me what I'm gonna say hurt, but that's probably the wrong word. Is like this book's been teetering anyways, like on the fence. Okay. Does that make sense? I mean, I want to like it because I love Nightwing, and you know, because I grew up on the whole Wolfman era, the Titans, right? Right. And I want it to be spectacular, and then it's just been there's been great episodes and or issues, and then there's been subpar issues. And like this one, didn't do it any justice, really. Yeah, I. And the art was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. Like some of it seemed very unfinished. Yeah. Which, you know, which is why I started thinking maybe this was just something they had, kind of sitting on the side. Right. You know, and then like the villain was, you know, seemed like Skeletor to me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. I don't know. Like this one. It. It was just weird how. You know, like, oh, you're in your mind, and oh, well, you're all alone. He's like, no, I brought friends. And then it's like, you know, there's that one page where it's, you know, basically all of, you know, the Titans and the Justice League and everybody else he's ever done anything with. Right. Just like, all right, well, that's, like, it's cool in concept, but just like, I don't know, this, it just for me, it was just weird. Yeah, for me, it was, <laughs> it was out of kilter, like. Like, last week, I think we had so many good books, and then, like, this week, there were so many okay books, really. Mm. There was a couple of great ones, I think, but it didn't feel like last week. Right. Where do you want to go from there, sir? Um, I'm trying to think. One of the... Th- like, I, the way that it ended, I, I mean, where now he's going to Bloodhaven? Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, like, I'm curious... You know, I'm curious what's going to happen there because that's, you know, it's a city where lots of stuff has happened. Well, see, okay. Now, this is comes into my newish DC reads, right? Okay. But Nightwing's always been associated with Bloodhaven, right? Um, I don't know about always, but he's, you know, definitely a lot of the time. So, and, but this Nightwing doesn't know anything about that? It, that's yeah. It sort of seemed <laughs> that way. <laughs> yeah, like it's a whole new thing. I mean, I don't because this, like stuff that we've read before. Obviously, he was Agent Forty Seven, right? Yes. Or he was Nightwing, or he was Robin. Then he was Nightwing, and then he was Agent Forty Seven. Now he's back to Nightwing. Yep. And then now he doesn't know anything about Bloodhaven. That doesn't really jive with me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, Tim Drake was in Bloodhaven for a while, right? After, after what, Identity Crisis? Right. He kind of went there because I think, did his father died? Right? And he, he was, like, trying to just get a new start? Yeah. But I always thought it was, like, I always thought Bloodhaven was, like, Nightwing's patrol route, though. Like, when he was trying to get out of Batman's Shadow and, like, out of Gotham altogether. Basically what the story's leading into. Right. You know, that foreshadowed. Yeah. Because, like, even way back, um, say, like, Arrow, the TV show, first started, right? Okay. Um, They mentioned, like, I don't know, the train was leaving whatever to Bloodhaven or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, everybody was excited that Nightwing might show up on it. Right. Yeah, that's so, true. Uh, that, I mean, I, I guess that 
it might just be me. I don't know, but I just thought it was weird that he had, he'd have no recollection recollection of Bloodhaven at all. Well, in in the new fifty two version, wasn't he just in like Chicago or something? Maybe. So I, I mean, maybe because it's kind of you know they're kind of re restarting and resetting some people. Maybe that's something that they they're going to kind of pretend doesn't exist. Okay. I, I mean, which, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I guess we'll which, see how... I it, mean, honestly, it's not really, like, a big deal to me. Like, you know, a big red flag. Of, right. I mean, oh, it, it's not like Superman's not it, in Metropolis. Right. right, right. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we'll see where it goes, you know, from I, <laughs> from here. Yeah, right. <laughs> which, uh, what would you like to move to? What about action? There was no action. I know. <laughs> Um, what about Superman? Superman, then? sure. <laughs> um, this was more of the kids fighting, and this. See, and I've loved I've loved Superman right since it started, but this one for me <clears throat> kind of felt forced. Also, like like the last issue was great and I'm not saying that this one was bad like I enjoyed this one more than the Nightwing one right but it just seemed like everything was over the top I guess and not in a good way over the top okay I still love the John and Damien interaction part you know yeah I mean I guess it I guess it just seemed more toned down like younger kiddie-ish book than what it had been I could see Does that. that. Make sense? Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's setting itself up for their book, which is starting, right. I think, early next year. Right. See, the, instead of like, okay, say Superman in action had been um, ABC Family show, mm-hmm. this one seemed more like a Disney type show book, like where it just toned it down just enough to make it ridiculous, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I could see that, and the the art in this one seemed more cartoonish than than previous issues, right? So, yeah, I mean, def- definitely the whole feel. I I I agree that it seems more, yeah, like like a, a Disney afternoon show than right, you know, like an evening adult thing, right? Yeah, but I mean, still, it's enjoyable. I I like, you know, the the relationship between. You know, between the two of them, and also with um, what's her face, um, Maya. Yes. Yeah. That. Um, yeah, it's you know, it, I I like how developing it together, and it's definitely setting itself up interestingly for the future. Mm-hmm. You know how they're kind of training each other. Right. Yeah. You know, with everything else, with I guess a giant game attack. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're just like it seems like they're trying to one up one up each other, right? All the time. But yeah, I, I don't. I didn't hate the issue. I it just the tone of it felt different than the last couple. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree with that. That you know, Superman has probably been my favorite since the start. Probably been my favorite book in right. in all of Rebirth, and and this one was not my favorite issue. 
you know, pretty right. pretty much for the same reasons that you said. It just it, the tone sort of shifted from what I'd been enjoying, and yeah, it just kind of it, it was just kind of there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I it definitely it it's progressing the relationship between the two super sons, uh-huh. and it's you know it, it's it, it's interesting. But you know, with Superman, I've I've been enjoying the family dynamic, you know, aspect of you know how Clark is dealing with you know his son with developing powers and this and that, and like they really were they even in the book? <laughs> you know, Who? like Superman didn't really. It was pretty much well, the kids. Yeah, it was it was more focused on the kids, but Batman and Superman were like in the. Yeah, the in the, in the in, background. Yeah, in the periphery with Alfred, and they're all yeah. watching what's going on. Yeah, and he even talks to the Superman. Even talks to them. Right. But and see, and that's the whole. That was the other thing, and I don't want to say I had a problem with, but like we we know John's psyche, right? And like taking his cape away would have hurt him more than taking Damien's cape away. Damien was just like, "Well, I don't need a stupid cape anyway." Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And going on about being Damien. Right. So that kind of felt out of place for me, or forced, I guess, really. Yeah. I could see but, that. But like I said, it, it's not a bad, it's not like it's a terrible issue. I didn't have to restart it six times to get through it, you know? Right. Yeah, um... It, the one thing I, I I missed something somewhere in reading where like all of a sudden Goliath became such a huge part of Damien's life <laughs> you know like I mean he's been there for a while right. but I I just don't remember how that whole thing came about I know like you know he was there in the whole Robin son of Batman book at mm-hmm. the you know the end of New 52 but previous to that I do not remember Goliath you know, like always being, you know, like his pet, you right. know, bird thing chauffeur. <laughs> you know, it's it's just like a weird thing for me. <laughs> well, maybe that's the contrast to crypto, though. I mean, I guess. But, I mean, you know, I'd be just as okay if he didn't have something like that. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, like, you know, that's what I'm saying is... That, that's what makes both of those characters so great to work on each other right? or to feed off of each other because they're total contrast opposites. Yeah. You know, that's where Jonathan's basically just like a younger version of Clark, you know, that's the farm kid, pure, drinking a tall glass of milk, you know, and I have a perfect dog. Right. That's to where Damien's the complete opposite. And then, you know, his pet is Goliath. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess he did have that odd growing up experience. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I did like how at the end of this issue, they, um, you know, with whatever that weird compound thing was in the Batcave or uh-huh. wherever they were, uh-huh. that, you know, it basically forces them to, you know, team together and, like, actually work together. Right. As, you know, Superman, of course, is all concerned, you know, yeah. and, and Batman's just like, no, look, like, they're, <laughs> it's doing what, 
you know, I know they're getting hit hard, but it's doing what we want them to. Right. You know, that they're working together, they're figuring this out, and, you know, it's... I like that, you know, <laughs> how Superman still does show the concern, and Bruce is, you know, nah, they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like... Um... <clears throat> That's where Jonathan and Damien are different. It's like the different parenting styles, too. Right. That's where, like, Clark's the overprotective parent. Right. Sometimes, because, like, even... See, and, like... I I like how they're making him, you know, overprotective, even though his son is more or less, you know, like, invulnerable to lots of stuff. Uh Uh-huh. Whereas Batman is just like, yeah, they'll be fine, and his his son is just a kid. Right, yeah. You know, I mean, it's... Yeah. I, I love the... <laughs> I, I really enjoy the, the relationship between the two of them as as they're exploring their kids' abilities. Yep. Because, you know, Batman and Superman together, like, especially, you know, in, in another book that we will be talking about shortly, I, I think that the relationship between all the characters it really does a good job. Right. You know, and then they're all sitting, drinking hot chocolate or whatever they're drinking at the end. (laughs) You know. And then they start fighting again. Right, of course, because that's, you know, because of course Damien, yeah, Damien starts calling him an alien and, (laughs) you know, that's just how it goes. Yeah. But um, I I guess speaking of the relationship between all characters, we may as well hop over to Trinity. Okay. I got to tell you, this book is so good. Yeah, I I really enjoy this one, and I somehow I missed that um, Clay Man was going to be doing the art. Uh huh. That I didn't even I don't think that they announced it until the like they even had it written out until the last page or something. Right. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, this is just like the art is fantastic, and I love the the layout of the pages with like when Batman seeing his parents get shot, mm-hmm. and there's like the bang, like the letters are blocked out. And there's, you know, the images inside there for a couple pages as, like, everything. Just the way, you know, with the bat symbol dividing some of the scenes and everything. It's so good. Like, the the art in this book. This is just, like, especially because, you know, uh, oh, my goodness. uh, Francis Manipal has been doing it, you know. Right. Such a bang-up job. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. And, like, I mean, you can't even tell that it's... Yeah, like the, sometimes you get a new artist and there's a, a drastic shift in tone or, or, you know, the feel or whatever. But this one, you know, the art's still stunning in this book. Yeah. Yep. And I love how, uh, you know, Lois is outside the barn, mm-hmm. you know, that they're all kind of trapped in. And mm-hmm. uh, she's she's trying to pry it open. And, you know, Poison Ivy is obviously sitting inside it's <laughs> just like busted <laughs> down with you know with the truck yep you know because she's always yeah i mean she's never been <laughs> one to just sit back <laughs> and, and not do anything right and you know she sees his hat out on the ground and like nobody else is around <laughs> and she's like well this is disconcerting uh, yeah you know especially with all the stuff that she's uh, she's been through right period yeah exactly and and, and then then you add, you know, that she's now a parent mm-hmm. into everything else, which is the same thing I like about, you know, Clark. That, you know, yeah, they've been through some crazy stuff, but now they have, like, a kid that, you know, is going through the same stuff, but they don't want him to. Right. You know. The overprotective part. Right. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, this yeah. this issue, like, I, 
I enjoy seeing the way that that this book has been playing the relationship with with Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman mm-hmm. is fantastic. You know the it's still not their Superman, right? But you know they they've obviously developed a, a good enough relationship, and they're you know they're trusting each other, and they're starting to figure stuff out, and you know how they're you know. Batman is obviously realizes that's you know it's not the right place because right. like you know the alleys are different everything is different and you know Superman's like no but what about you know everything with my dad and the younger me he's like yeah no that it's all none of this is real you know yeah yep I, um would you say that this is your favorite issue of the week um uh it, it's definitely top three. Yeah, you know it, it might yeah. might be my top. You know, it, uh, I would say maybe maybe one or two. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I'm I'm just basically going to echo everything you say. So, because um, the art's fantastic in it, and I love the chemistry part of it. Right, and I love seeing Batman's point of view. Right, of the whole thing, and. Um, which I know that we've seen countless times probably before. Yep. But just the, I guess him opening up and witnessing it with Wonder Woman and Superman. Right. Really struck a chord in this issue for me. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean, not only that, but like seeing, you know, the young Bruce growing up. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and, and having... You know, I guess his nightmares, or mm-hmm. or whatever else, like the the way that that they did the layouts with, you know, the the good and bad halves of the imagery, right? You know, where like it's Superman and it's you know like a vampire Superman, and then right. there's there's you know Man Bat and Batman split, and Wonder Woman and Ares are split, right? You know, like the the whole. The whole thing was just fantastic, and of course, until you know, Wonder Woman uses the lasso of truth, right? You know, and but yeah, I mean this this book is terrific, yep. and and it's it's weird to me that Ivy is responsible for this whole thing, right? Because she never seemed like like that type of level villain. Yep. You know, yeah, that she, I totally agree. You know, she, I mean, yeah, she messed with Batman here and there, but like to take out Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, right? You know, seems a lot, but yeah, <clears throat> I like She's it. Definitely leveled up. Oh yeah, I like it. You know, and I, I guess because Cl- didn't Clayman draw the uh, Poison Ivy mini at the end I of believe, New Fifty Two? I believe so. So maybe that's how he got onto this one, but. Yeah, I mean this this book is terrific. It's yeah. it's definitely it, it's definitely one of the first that I read every time it's out. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm in a way I'm glad it's a monthly so that it gives me more time to appreciate it because right, I think yeah. if I was getting this like like some of the other books, you know, like Superman for instance, we were just talking about, it's mm-hmm. been so good, but then there's like this issue is. You know the the issue this week was kind of a, a step backwards in a couple ways, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. that it's like, oh man, that's kind of a shame. Right. But it's we're getting it so often, <laughs> you know. At least it rebounds quicker. Right. But like with, Tr- I'm glad this book is just so good that I the whole month I'm just like, oh man, can't wait. New Trinity is going to be awesome. And then it comes out and it's awesome. Right. You know. Yep. So. Totally agree. Now, Poison Ivy isn't working alone, right? I mean, I don't, I, I don't think so. But I mean, because there is somebody else that we don't know about, right? That yeah, I believe so. Because like in the first or uh, I guess it was the second issue, because she said I'm taking care of you guys out here while they take care of you in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure who it is. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you think? I don't know. Like they didn't really say much, but I, the way that they're messing with their minds, it uh-huh. seems like a scarecrow kind of thing. Right, but I don't know, and I mean some of the imagery, you know, where where the young Bruce was having the nightmare, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it kind of looked like Scarecrow on that horse, right? You know, so I mean well, maybe well, even that way, I don't they they would level up Scarecrow too then, yeah, because that's like, I mean I'm not downplaying Poison Ivy or Scarecrow say, but for them to come together to take on the Trinity, right, is really ballsy, you know. For them, yeah, look, they're they they're sort of more like B level villains, right? Whereas you'd right. expect, like, yeah, I could see the Joker doing that, or you know, Penguin or someone like that, right? But you know, it's not like Man Bat is going to show up and take out the whole Justice League, <laughs> right? 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 <laughs> but I that's it, that's another thing that I'm enjoying with Rebirth, that there are some characters that, you know, I, I mean, even seldom used or, or like characters that aren't used well previously uh-huh. Uh-huh. that or or that I haven't even been interested in they they've been doing a really good job making me interested in them right yep <clears throat> totally agree you know i mean along those lines i i would say suicide squad right. i i've never cared about suicide squad but i'm enjoying this book mm-hmm. <laughs> um you know it's i i think the the best part about this issue where everybody's going insane Right. Um, is how how Harley is now just like a normal person, right? Yeah. I when when she's walking around, you know, looking at everybody, you know, with the murderous rage, and you know, everyone's trying to kill everybody else and whatever, and she's just like, huh? I guess there's something in the air that made people crazy. She's like, well, because it made made me normal. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> that, was, that easily was my favorite part, and I actually chuckled, like, out loud reading that. You know, and I, yeah. I don't do that often with comics. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you see her cutting off the colors in the hair, <laughs> and she's wiping off the face paint. And even though she still has, like, the ridiculous, like, the shorts, she puts on, like, the button-down shirt and the, the lab coat. <laughs> right. You know, and her glasses. And she's like, huh. But, of course, you know, Katana's right behind her to chop off her head. Right. But I I enjoyed this one. Um, the only thing I'm still not sold on with Suicide Squad is that the backup stories now seem to be as long as the main story. <laughs> really? You know, like it seemed the main story I think was like 14 pages, and the backup was I think 10 or 12. Yeah. You know. But I think it's the whole. Jim Lee thing too, though. Yeah, I mean it definitely. Is. I like the the backup story here. You know, you're seeing Killer Crocs 
origin, I guess. Yes, yes. And I, I definitely, you know, it's like in the Suicide Squad movie. Did you see that? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, you know, when they're talking about some of the people and they show, you know, like the clips of their histories. Right. It was interesting, you know, how they did that. And I like how they're doing it in this book, how they're not, like, trying to force feed us you know, like long origin stories and stuff. I, I uh-huh. like how it is kind of done in a backup story way. Right. And it's done, you know, really well. Like, I, I thought this one was great where it's him, you know, he's born, you know, with the stuff and, you know, the kids are all torturing him and there's finally the girl that's, you know, semi-nice right. to him and they're going to look for this other kid because he can smell, uh-huh. you know, sense. And of course he's dead and she starts freaking out and then there's some ridiculous <laughs> you know, ridiculous crocodile or whatever. <laughs> and of course she dies and you know, he has blood and he's holding her and you know, I mean it's like the typical, you know, wrong place, wrong time. You know, trying right. trying to do the right thing and ended up doing the wrong thing and now he's mm-hmm. just kinda screwed. But yeah, I mean it, they do a great job making you feel sorry for him. Well, at the same time, in, like, the main story, he's, you know, eating the head off of Enchantress. <laughs> right, yeah. You know? And, yep. and I, I I also really enjoy how they the backup is the story of someone who plays, like, a good part in the main book. You know, like, there, there was the issue where, you know, Captain Boomerang got vaporized, and then he was the backup story. You know, right. there's you know the way the way that they've been interlocking the two has mm-hmm. been has been done really well. Yep, I agree. <coughs> and like <clears throat> the whole, I also like how not so many times. I mean, like this issue definitely, but like Amanda Waller's been the focal point of it, even though we all know that she's the mastermind behind the whole thing. Right, but like this issue she really stood out as a badass and then I like in the backstories where basically she's calling their bluff or their bullshit you know right like we know that you're not some monster and this is how you actually are and then you know it pretty much shuts him up and he just says bring me more guards yeah you know yep so I, I'm liking that whole part and it's showing her it's it showing what she should be shown as is you know this not really mysterious person but like this hard nosed badass leader right that can control these hard ass criminals basically yeah I mean like she she's another character that I never you know I was never too into Right. You know, and I mean, obviously, like she plays a huge part in things, uh-huh. but it's just one of those like, oh, okay, Wallace here, whatever. You know, but right. now you're like, wow, you know, especially in the, in the main story where she's right in the thick of things. <laughs> you know, like beating the crap out of people, and, you know, yeah, the hell out yeah, flag. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, what did she call him? Jailbird, GI Joe. Yeah, I think. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'm the wall. Yeah, I mean, I, I like e- even how you know they have Katana, like the souls in her sword, mm-hmm. are like out for death more so than you know they're like really 
really wanting to kill somebody. Right. You know, they, it, it's it's a much more fun book than I was expecting it to be. Right. Just based solely off of the fact that I don't like Harley Quinn. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but but they they've done a great job not making her the comedic focal point of this comic. And and it's worked really well, I think. Moving on from Suicide Squad, um, it, another book, I mean, I guess it's technically not a rebirth book, but I, 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 we're, not, we're halfway through Raven. I think that's supposed to be a six-issue mini. Uh-huh. And I, I'm not sure if I like it or don't like it. I, I really enjoy the art, but yes. the story itself, uh, it's kind of starting to lose me. Yeah, the last couple issues seem to waver for me. Like, I really enjoyed the first issue. Right. And then the second issue was okay, and then this one just felt like it was on cruise control for me, really. Yeah, I mean, I I liked where, you know, she kind of got zapped back into her room without her memories. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and she's with her family. Mm-hmm. You know, at the table, and they're you know talking about whatever, and then she's kind of starting to remember stuff, right? But I, I mean, this whole the whole storyline, it's it seems like stuff that we've seen before. Yes, that there, it's it's not done poorly, but it's not done well enough for me to be like, oh, I need to keep reading this right away, right? You know, I mean, like I said, I I really enjoy the artwork. You know, yeah, the art's I, I like fantastic. You know, I like the the coloring. I like everything. You know, how the whole book is kind of like a gloomy, you know, blue, shades of blue. Right. <laughs> you know, it's done really well. But, you know, and, and also the, the stuff where, you know, like people's souls and whatever are moving in and out of the bodies. Uh-huh. You know, like, all, all of the artwork is spectacular. But, yeah, but the story, I'm just like, well, okay, you know. I, I guess, you know, I'll keep reading it. You know, there's only three more. Right. But I, to be honest, I might wait until the rest of them are out and just plow through it at once. Yeah. Yeah, this one... This is monthly too, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, this, this is, is only the third one. Yeah, but see... To me, this is like the opposite of Trinity. <laughs> okay, <laughs> where you just want to get it over with. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, but because like with Trinity, like like we were saying, is like we appreciate it more because it's only once a month, right? Now, like with this one, it's just like, well, for me, it's been like disappointing after issue after issue since since it kicked off with the first one. I can see that. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I I definitely like the first one the best of the three issues. Right. I don't know. I mean, like, like you said, the art's fantastic on it, and I really want to enjoy this one because it is Raven. Yeah. But it's, like you said, it's like we've been there, done that type of thing already, yep. and I'm just not invested. Yeah, that that's like a big part of it for me. That it, it's, it's done well, but not well enough. You know, I mean, there's so many other books to uh-huh. read. Right. That it's, you know, I'm not chomping at the bit to read a new issue of Raven. Right. 
you know, I, it went, like, I don't hate it when I read it, unlike, you know, I mean, there have been some other books that I've just completely stopped reading. Right. But, you know, like, that that's not one of those, but it's mm-hmm. definitely one that I'm not like, oh, man, I need to read this so bad, like, yay, there's a new Raven. Like, I'm like, right. oh, okay, the new Raven this week, oh, I'll get to it. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, I feel the same way. Going going from a book where the art is spectacular to a book where the art is horrendous, what did you think of the new Green Arrow? <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. it, I don't, there's a lot of stuff in this issue that has just... I can't wrap my head around, really. Okay. Like, the whole... I mean, it's basically... I don't know. I, <laughs> I, honestly, I don't know where... Like, some... some The art's good. I think the art's better. Oh, uh, really? Like, yeah, with, like... Uh, what's his name? Amin Mustafa, right? Like, where you see him, like, dead there. <laughs> I think it's, like, on the first couple pages. Like, yeah, you know, he's got blood, blood in his eyes and whatever. Right. That, that part's really good. Right, and but, then, but then turn the page, and the top panel, Black Canary is like kicking a guy, and her legs are <laughs> yeah, totally right, yeah, screwed yeah, yeah. up. That's where I, that's where I was going. And, that, yeah. and the guy in the top corner looks like they just added him in in three seconds. You know, he's holding a gun that looks like he's holding a hammer. You know, I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, then you got, um... <laughs> oh, yeah, and then you scroll down and. And what's his name in the glasses is holding up the arrow that he just pulled out. Right. And that's a fantastic page, you know? Yeah. But then, like they're, they're... Th- then you go, <laughs> then you keep going, and then it's like where Ollie and Black Canary are chasing through the car there. Yeah, and Black Canary has, like, a completely ridiculous face. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And the story really isn't... Uh, I don't know. The story is just weird to me. Yeah, I mean this. This is one of those story arcs that it seems like if they did it in less issues, I wouldn't mind it as much. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's so drawn out, you know, like this is the second issue they've been in the tunnel on the train. <laughs> yep. Right. And that it's just like, oh my goodness, like it's enough already. Right. You know. Yep. Um. And some of the other stuff, like, where, yeah, I mean, there's, everyone has cars in the tunnel and motorcycles, and I'm like, but I thought this was just, like, a train thing to get across, you know, under the ocean. Well, it is, they got, they got that from one of the cars. One of the cars, but, but you'd think that it wouldn't be so easy (laughs) to get a car out of a moving train onto a platform, you know, without, (laughs) like... I mean, that car had to have been set perfectly in its own little thing to get right out the door onto that side without any issues. Right. Um, but the, we also had guest <coughs> appearances by John Travolta. Yeah. Like the main bad guy. And then we had Hillary Clinton, who has, like, as cosplaying as Faith. Yeah. Like. Do, so, <laughs> do you think that when they were putting this issue out, they expected um, a different outcome? <laughs> with for the election, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Like for me, this <clears throat> this is my biggest complaint with putting 
real-world characters into stories. You know, it's I, I've never been... I, I mean, comics have been doing it for years and years and years and years. Oh, yeah. But I've I've never been a fan because... I mean, not only... Not because, you know, I guess you have a presumptive, you know, president-elect that didn't happen. Right. But also, it dates the books. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, you know, like, you can go back... I can go back and read a comic from 20, 30 years ago. And, you know, even though stylistically it's different, you know, I, I guess, you know, some of the the way people interact is you know, totally different than how it is nowadays, but you can mm-hmm. still kind of put it in modern times. But as soon as you throw, you know, like normal people into it or, or like real life people into it, it just like completely shatters that. Well, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, for me, it's like, you can't have the gray area people in it. Right. Like, like Hillary say, cause obviously you had, half the country that was for her, half of us against her, or what, you know, whatever the dynamics of the whole thing was. I'm not getting into that. But, like, if you go way back to, like, where Captain America punched Hitler in the face, well, everybody hated Hitler. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... <clears throat> but but that that's a different thing than, you know, like, when, when a comic book puts the, the current-day president into a story. Right. You know, I mean, I, I don't care who it is. Right, yeah. You know, it it dates everything, you know, for me. That, you know, you can't just go and be outside. Like, if they were just to say, oh, you know, President, you know, Fitzgerald or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just some random... I mean, you could have a likeness, you, you know, mm-hmm. a similarity to somebody. Right. But, like, if you just change it enough that it's not anybody... You know, in particular, from right. personally, that's you know, it's a, it's a little thing that drives me crazy. Right. But you know, I mean, obviously, you know, people have been debating this forever. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, and some people agree, no some people disagree. Yeah. Oh, of course not. It'll never, you know. But but like part of it, if you know, say you're, you know, obviously Metropolis is you know in America. But if you're some little kid in France and you're reading a Superman comic book, you can kind of pretend, oh, maybe he's defending, you know, a city that I could live in. But then it's like, oh, hey, it's, you know, President Bill Clinton or something. Right, yeah. Right. You know, like for, yeah. for you know, that it just for me, it kind of takes, you know, takes that like extra, hey, this could be, you know, whatever right. enjoyment out of the book. Yep. Um, I can agree with that. But another issue, <laughs> I, this is like a nitpicking issue comic book for me the the little explosive that he put in one spot on that glass yeah now if you're making a glass tunnel for the train (laughs) yeah to be under the ocean and to sustain the pressures of that water i don't think one tiny little explosive is going to make the entire thing go to pot right like i well, and also, like, on that note, it's like when Ollie and Black Canary bust out with a little bit of water. Right. Like, that whole place would be erupting, like, a guy... Well, yeah, that, that's the thing. It, if, that, if that bit cracked, 
you know, and you see water start pouring in in that one spot, the whole mm-hmm. integrity of the entire thing would at, would just like branch out. But like you said, like the entire tunnel would collapse, and the whole train. It doesn't matter how fast the train is going. Right. The the thing is going to get submerged. Right. <clears throat> you know, because I I think that the power of the ocean, you know, flooding into a tunnel probably would also cause some kind of electrical malfunction with the tracks. Yeah. That I don't think those people are getting out of there. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, hey, it's a comic book. And it's, and they and it was a Wayne Enterprise motorcycle, right? Yeah. I mean, is that why do you think that's thrown in there just be just because they haven't had anything to do with the rest of the books that we're going to show you that everything's still connected? Maybe. I mean, well, Black Canary's been in, in the Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. Well, yeah, right. I'm but, just saying, like, this series as a whole hasn't been, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and there's there's also that big page, and they're on the motorcycle, and there's the sharks yeah. <laughs> coming in. Like, what is, what is going on here? Yeah. I don't know. Just Moving silly. on. Yeah, it's just it's just silly. Like I, I'm glad I'm glad that that this issue is over. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that the storyline goes away, but I don't think it will. No, probably not. <laughs> um, I I guess the other book that I really wasn't so high on was um the Justice League. Okay, it's been better. <laughs> Right. You know, I I definitely think the last couple issues have been better than the first story arc. Okay. You know, I I like that, you know, the whole thing with Bruce where he managed to get whatever that virus thing was. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're sitting, you know, like they took the, you know, all the the networking capabilities out of this little laptop so that he can try and figure (laughs) it out without infecting everything again. Right. You know, I... I like how, you know, the rest of the Justice League, you know, he, Batman is dealing with his thing and the rest of the League is dealing with, you know, Simon Baz's ring going totally haywire. Right. You know, but at the same time, it's, I, I just don't care about this, this, <laughs> this story. I know. And that, I haven't been a big fan of them from the beginning, really. Yeah. Because... Everybody seems more important in their own solo books, which I guess is the whole point, right? Right. But when everybody comes together, it should be more epic than that. Well, but that's that's what I did like about the start of the Justice League series. I like that there were, you know, those four giant things, you know, whatever. They, I forget what they were called. The, you know, try, like it was a whole global, you know, catastrophe. Right. And it was good. Like, it, it's, it feels like the Justice League shouldn't just be fighting, you know, the puppet master or something in some warehouse in some city. It, well, it seems right. like they should be fighting these global, like, ridiculous threats, which they're doing. But at the same time, like, I just, you know, in, in saying that, I just don't care about the threats that they're, that they're fighting against. Right. And, and well, and that's that's kind of what I was saying too is like uh, the threats are there. 
to make it more epic. Right. But I don't think the characters are the characters from their own book that we that we like. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. <sighs> that you know, this this one it I mean it seems like this book is out of continuity mm-hmm. with the rest of the titles, so right. Brian Hitch can just, you know, do whatever he wants. Right. Instead of you know, instead of the other books, like in a Nightwing where, you know, Superman shows up, he's sort of similar. Right, right. You know, but in Superman, when Batman is there, it's the same Batman that you got in Detective and in his Batman book. Right. You know, but this one, they seem like the characters, but it doesn't seem like this version of the character. Yes. I guess. Yes. That's a, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. You know, I mean... The, yeah, it's this one's just not and I don't it, mind I don't mind the stories being not in sync with everything else. It's just Right. That's what throws me off the most, I think, is that they're not the characters that we're used to or right. used to reading on a weekly basis, I guess. Yeah, I could see that. Um where was Jessica in this episode in this episode this issue? I don't know. Like she wasn't she there at the end of the last one when when Simon's ring started going crazy? I thought so. Yeah, because like she was not in this at all, right? Right. Yeah. You know, and I guess they they show up at that kid's house looking for his father. Right. And she's definitely not there in that image with everybody. <laughs> right. I don't know. You know, but... and it, it it also feels weird not having Superman being like a huge part of this. Right. Now, didn't didn't she quit? Didn't Jessica quit like the issue before? Did she? Like where she, her and Wally, or maybe she just quit her and Wally? I don't know. Uh, well, because th- was it that issue or was it two issues ago? Okay, it might have been two issues. Ago. Where where everybody was kind of like fighting with each other? Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember how that ended up. I just remember that it was. It seemed like whatever happened in that issue, everybody was just going to kind of ignore. See, and that's the whole thing is, like, we can't remember. Yeah. Right? So, obviously, it didn't impact us enough to remember. Right. You know, I mean, that that's always been a problem I've had, in a way, with with, say, like, the Batman family books. How... You know, before Rebirth, you know, Detective Comics was just a Batman story. You have Batman, and then you have, you know, Batman and Robin, and then you have this Bat, you know, whatever. I I could never remember which storyline was happening in which book. But at the same time, I remember every single storyline. Right, right. <laughs> you know? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, wait, is this the one where he's fighting this guy? Oh, no, that one's the one in this series. But, like, you remember every bit of what happened... Right. Even though, but this I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. last last issue was where the Batcave was destroyed, and Mike was complaining about the cost of replacing right. replacing right. Yeah. the Batwing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As I'm reading this, that's all I can think about. <laughs> <laughs> that it's like, man, he's he's really got to rebuild all that stuff. He's like, that's got to cost a lot of money. <laughs> well, see, and that's yeah, I don't know. I mean that's the whole that's the most disappointing part I guess is that it's the Justice League 
and I should read a Justice League comic yep. and remember what the hell is going on a week later. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because this is, it's a, every other week. It's not like it's, you know, once a month or, right. you know. Right. I mean, I am old and I forget things, but damn, yeah, but, come on. But, but you're not old enough that you shouldn't <laughs> be able to remember a comic you read two weeks ago. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not like you're 80. You're only like 72. Right. <laughs> um, I guess let's finish up strong with some good books. <laughs> um, Aquaman. Yes. This issue of Aquaman, mm-hmm. I felt was much better than the last issue of Aquaman. Um, it for me, it definitely it got itself right back on track. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wasn't too big on the issue with Mira, with the whatever the those sisters were. Yep. Um, because you're sexist. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, um, but I I really enjoyed, you know, where it's the aftermath of Aquaman fighting uh, the Shaggy Man. Right. And he's just kind of laying in a bloody heap on the ground <laughs> in the street. And for some reason, nobody's – there's crowds, you know, all over the place. But right. they're just standing there as he's, like, <laughs> crawling – you know, gushing blood with his trident through the roads. Uh Uh-huh. But I love the scene where, you know, when Mira shows up. Yes. You know, she kind of, she stalks through and goes to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And you got Merc is sitting outside guarding him. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, like the whole thing, it, it, I really enjoyed this issue, how, you know, she, she is now like, Oh yeah, well we're not we can't get married, you know, because of what happened. He's like, no, nah, I don't care. She's like, yeah, well I don't care either. Right. Um, but yeah, the whole thing, where how many times have we seen a hero in a comic fight these like tooth and nail, you know, just beat the piss out of each other, you know, leave everything on the table fights, and then the next issue. It's taking place relatively soon after, mm-hmm. but they're just like, oh, well, waking up, I'm going to have myself some breakfast, I'm going to go out and <laughs> yeah. read the newspaper. Right. You, you know, like, I really appreciate the fact that they, it is, he just had this gigantic fight, and he barely survived. You know, yep. the only reason he did is because he teleported the guy out into space. Right. You know, but he's holed up in a hospital bed. He's, you know battered and you know all kinds of broken yeah and you know his fiance shows up and, and she's, she's like now nah. pissed yeah <laughs> she's like you you couldn't have called me like you know what the hell right you know um and, and then of course she gets over it you know right but i mean that's like like you said that's like real life stuff right right because I mean, I'm telling you, if I go out and do something and I hurt myself or, or whatever, <laughs> my wife is showing up at the hospital pissed. Now, yeah. she, might, she might poke at my broken ribs or whatever just to get her <laughs> point across, but by the time she leaves, she's going to be thankful that I'm okay. So you're telling me... Well, if, I'm going to hope... If you were, <laughs> if you were to stop some genetically engineered monster... <laughs> Your wife would be more angry and start poking at your ribs to prove a point? Yeah. 
I mean, that you just file that under woman logic, probably. Yeah, just <laughs> to get on her bad side. You're right. <laughs> and I probably but, wouldn't complain too much because, you know, I'm smarter than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, the thing about this issue, I when when the Justice League shows up, mm-hmm. you know, and Mira's ready to fight, you know, I I like... You know, when Aquaman kind of stops talking and the people, you know, like, it's the scene of the two of them sitting there and she gets up, like, and she looks pissed. Mm-hmm. You know, but, of course, you know. She's, like, not half, half of the league is there. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, no, 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 we, we saw what happened, like, you're cool. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's, I mean, especially after, you know, what happened between Superman and Aquaman a couple issues ago. <laughs> right. You know, that it's it's this kind of thing that, you know, I mean, you've seen stuff like this happen in, in the real world situations. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, most of the time comics are a more fantastical thing. Right. And I appreciate, you know, that they're... One thing Rebirth has done very well is they're making these heroes people. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they've they're humanized... They're humanizing them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That they they've done a great job with that, and I mean this this book this week in particular does a fantastic job with it. Yeah, I agree. you know, and and I like you know you got the clips on the news of everyone he had saved and Superman's like nope he's cool like yeah. we're good you yeah. know and even it, the the store owner that's reluctant to say yep he saved me yeah yeah no point in pretending yeah you know but it. It seemed, you know, to me, um, when I was reading the book, it, it got to the page with, uh, you know, with Black Manta. Uh-huh. And, you know, they're talking. They're like, no, you know, we're going to go to war. It seemed like when the page where he's like, you know, prep the units for, you know, mobilization or, or whatever. Right. To me, that felt like a final panel mm-hmm. of a comic kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, but it's only, you know, it seems like we're only about halfway through the issue. I was like, ah, oh, interesting. And then it went to the whole thing underwater with, um, you know, what's-her-face telling them about, you know, um, Nemo. Jojo. Yeah, right. Jojo. Yeah. Telling them about, you know, what happened with Nemo and her father and everything else. Mm-hmm. I was just like, man, it really, it seemed like it should have ended, like this stuff could have been before that. Right. But then, of course, you know, they're, you know, they're like questioning, you know, the FBI people are questioning him and, you know, they're all talking. And you're like, yeah, it definitely seemed like that should have been the end. Right. And then all of a sudden you get the news reports of, you know, yeah. the, 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 um, the deluge, uh-huh. you know, showing up and just like, you Flooding know, and everything. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I've been enjoying this one. You know, a- after the slow start for me, I- I've been enjoying this one a lot, and it definitely, you know, th- this sets itself up for just some fantastic storytelling. Yeah, I agree. And I, I liked this one from the beginning, as everybody knows. Yeah. And I got some pretty uh, sarcastic remarks from you guys for, well. for liking it as much as I did. Yeah, well, it was pretty terrible. So, <laughs> <laughs> but like, like you said though, like every single thing 
it's like hitting on all cylinders right now. Right. You you have the humanized hero that's battling with his wife or fiance, right? Yep. Which feels realistic. And then, you know, he just got the piss beat out of him. So why wouldn't your enemy want to kick you while you're down? Right. And then, of course, you have America or whatever doesn't know if they can trust you or not. You know, it's like one of those wishy-washy roller coaster ride type things. Right. One minute they're for you. I think Aquaman even says that. It's like one minute, you know, I'm the greatest thing ever, and then, you know, give it a couple of days and I'll, everybody will be hating me again. Yeah. But, like, and then at the end, and just seeing all their faces back in Atlantis as it gets announced that Atlantis has gone to war with America, it just, you know, like you said, sets it up for some great stuff that's going to come out. Yeah, absolutely. And um, uh, another book that was, I I think we can both agree, was pretty terrible at the start. and took a long time to really get its footing but since it i'd say maybe the last four four issues or so uh-huh. has been spectacular is uh green lanterns oh yeah and my my only concern is that this book is now it took so long for it to really get going uh-huh. that it's it's going to end before before the really big payoffs happen yeah uh see and that's my fear too but i did look at the sales and it's out, actually outselling Hal Jordan. Yeah, I, I don't get that. Uh, that yeah, doesn't make sense to me. No. But the only thing I... I mean, because honestly, if you compare both of them, they both had pretty slow starts. See... And they've I, both been ramping the hell out of it here lately. Especially Green Lanterns, which we got. Which I love this cover of Eleven. That had. The the main cover with the flag. Yes. Yeah. But like you said though, like I don't know what the hell's gotten into um, Sam Humphreys. Yeah. Maybe it's Jeff Johns like nailing him hardcore and like no, this is you know steering the ship now. See, I'm wondering if that's it or if he was getting, you know, if it was too hands on at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And he's finally able to tell his story. You know, I, I don't, I don't care whichever I, one it is. Yeah, because it's working now. Yeah, like honestly, like this, the way this book is right now, you could give me an issue every week and I wouldn't complain. Right. <clears throat> you know, like it's, you know, how with Trinity, it's it's nice waiting for like the big payoff kind of thing. Uh huh. There's so much like ramped up action now in this mm-hmm. that I just want to keep you know th- this now feels like a big summer blockbuster right you know whereas Trinity is like you know a nice Thanksgiving you can sit down and watch you know there's a little bit of action but it's not you know over the top right you know until the end right but it's more like a like an espionage thriller right yeah <laughs> you know but this book man oh man I, Frank Lewinsky is so great. Yeah, I I love you know when he's you know flying around. He's swimming with the sharks. He's 
you know, doing whatever he's writing. I like when he writes his name in the Alps, <laughs> you know, in the snow. But, you know, he's still, you know, he's still the, uh, he's trying to be the Green Lantern, the hero. Right. You know, and he saves the kid and saves the dog, who, by the way, has my dog's name, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, because my wife decided to name our dog Pickles because <laughs> she always wanted a dog named Pickles when she was a kid. And I was like, you know what? That's the dumbest name for a dog I've ever heard, and I am okay with it. <laughs> it's that poking and, in the ribs thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, whatever. That's stupid. And, you know, I'm good. Yeah. But, like, there's a dog named Pickles in this book. Like, who names a dog Pickles? It's right. ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, I love, he saves the dog. Save, you know, saves the kid, and then he's like, no, my dog. And he goes and saves the dog. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's the the reporters. You know, oh, look, this Green Lantern. Yes. You know, they yep. save the guy. And, of course... You know, and in the meantime, I like how Simon and Jessica, like how Jessica, is actually good at something with the ring. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. When, I, I, you know, she's talking to the ring, and the ring is like, you know, just talking to her. Uh huh. And Simon's like, "How'd you do that?" She's like, "Well, I always talk to the ring. It just sounds human now." <laughs> yeah. Like you don't do that, and <laughs> you know, he's like, "No." <laughs> you know, and then she figures out, you know, how to find the energy signal. Right. Even though, like, because it's not a real lantern ring. Right. So I can't just track it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it It seems like the two of them have evolved as heroes mm-hmm. in more in the last three issues than they did in the first eight. Right. And, you know, when they show up at, you know, Frank being interviewed for saving the guy, mm-hmm. you know, to, to stop them. And you got, um, uh, the 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 whole thing with you know like don't don't get into a fight on, on TV. TV right yeah you, you know like that that whole that whole thing you're just like oh that's fantastic because mm-hmm. that's you know true yep, yep. you know um, and, and like how his only defense is I saved a kid yeah and I saved his dog and shut up I'm a real Green Lantern and you guys aren't yeah. And, and, like, that's true to the character that we got out in one issue. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and I think it's funny that, you know, he also calls Jessica. He's like, oh, I've never even seen you make a construct. <laughs> right, yeah. You know. And then by the end, it's like, the kid's like, I just want to go inside now. Yeah. Yeah, how, you know, but it's, I've been kind of waiting for... I mean, not so much his transition to, you know... The Phantom like, Lantern? Right. But you kind of had to know at some point with the way that he was all... This Green Lantern ring is mine, you know, and everything. You kind of knew he was going orange at some point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and it seems like this is how they're going to introduce a lot of the Spectrum into the, you know, Rebirth universe. Like, right. That, I mean, I'm wondering if it's going to be, you know, now he's the Orange Lantern, and they're going to kind of beat him down for a bit, and he's going to get so angry that he shows up, you know, then he's a Red Lantern for an issue. And then, you know, he just kind of moves through the spectrum and eventually ends up, 
you know, hopeful that he can do something, and he's a new Blue Lantern, and that's kind of how he leaves things. Right. Until he until he gives up the ring. Right. But, I mean, the way... I, I'm, I'm definitely... I fully appreciate this series now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like I said, it's a, it's a shame that it, you know, it's probably going to... You know, it, it seems like it's going to end before... Before we get to the end. Yeah. The actual end. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's almost like the case of uh, a little too late type thing. Yep. Which, yeah, because I mean, I how many people, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people that'll give a book an arc. You know, some people will drop it after an issue. You know, a lot of people I know will give it an arc or or a trade or something. I don't I don't think the first trade is out yet. No, I don't think so either. But I mean, I don't think that first <laughs> the first trade is going to do it any you know do any justice. No, I don't think so. <laughs> That, you know, if they're waiting to see what numbers are like with that before making up their mind, I don't think it's going to help. But the second trade yeah, it, is going to be fantastic. Yeah. And unfortunately, by that point, they'll be like, yeah, well, we're we're just going to sweep this under the rug. Yeah. I'm with you on that. This is probably yeah. one of my favorite books of the week, actually, which is shockingly to say. Yeah, I it's this and Trinity, I think, are my favorite, too. Really? Yeah. I think the next book that we're going to talk about is one of my favorite ones. What, Cyborg? No. No, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you have anything to say about Cyborg? I didn't read it. I didn't read it either. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so so Batman. <laughs> yeah, that, I would say the Green Lanterns, Trinity, and Batman are my top three for the week. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They're my top three. And, I, I think... For me, I think Green Lanterns and then Trinity and then Batman are are the order I'd put them. See, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go Batman and then Green Lanterns and Trinity, just because of the complexity of the stories. Wise, I could see that. Cause like this Batman issue, it's like. It's a con inside of a con inside of a con. You right. know what I mean? And yep. it's just like, okay, so now which side's up? Yeah. You know? And I know, like, Mike has an issue with the whole Catwoman thing. See, I'm wondering if this whole Catwoman thing isn't a ploy from the start. Well, it... Uh, you mean that ploy, like... Like All of the double-crossing and everything else is the actual plan with Batman. Yeah. You know, because as I'm reading the last issue, I didn't think so much of this. But a- after I finished this one, mm-hmm. and I started seeing how some people... Yeah, I mean, not just Mike were saying things about it. That right, right, a right. lot of people were saying, oh, yeah. you know, that it's very... You know, it's not the right character. It's not this. All I could think of is Nick Spencer's Captain America. Yes. Where at the end of that issue, he says, Hail Hydra, and the whole universe exploded. Yes. With with hatred. Yes. And a lot of longtime comic book fans were like, hey, it's a comic book. It's a first issue. Like, have you never read a comic before? Like, the, the story goes, you know, like, obviously this is setting up for something else. Right. And I'm wondering if, because Mike has such a love for Catwoman, mm-hmm. if he's kind of blinded to that in this situation. 
I would see and you can't put Mike in the same universe blowing up people. Oh no no no, absolutely not. Because like he actually loves the characters and no matter if it's terrible or not, you know what I mean saying? Well that that's what I'm saying. He he loves the comics so much that you know, I mean he, I I value his opinion on on the comics more than pretty much anybody's. Right, yeah. And you know, because he likes it so much, I'm wondering if he's blinded in this one particular case. Right. And see of his love for Catwoman that he's like, "No, she wouldn't do this." But, you know, eventually I think it'll turn out okay. Yeah, see, and that's and that's that's what I was going to say is like because Mike's been reading forever, right? Just like yeah. most of us have. But if Tom King can do that to Mike and then flip the script right and and then everything turns out okay that's fucking brilliant yeah that's one hell of a story you know what I mean because yeah. like it's not just your everyday collector flipping the script and be like oh I'm sending my kid to college with Superman 75 you know right. what I mean <laughs> yeah and then you know <laughs> Two weeks later, you can't even buy a pack of bubble gum with it. But like, if if you can pull somebody in that feels so deeply about it, and then by the end of it, turn them on their head type thing, that's yep. what's that's you know that's the whole reason why we read comics anyways, that right. to escape our everyday life type stuff. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So like with me, I'm loving it because I'm loving the whole like heist type con inside of a con thing like I'm like I was saying right like yeah. I don't think the whole story well for one the whole story's not been played yet basically right. but like I I think she's taking blame for all those murders even though she probably didn't do them now did she kill the two guards or whatever here maybe and I only say maybe because if you notice like at the front part what what's the two royal people's names or whatever? Punk, right? What punchy and whatever? Right. Um, um. Yeah, I don't remember. But the sleight of hand thing that he does. Yeah. And he takes his hand off or the fake hand or whatever. Right. That's not just in there just to be in there, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, even when she cuts the throats of the guards or whatever, she's not really cutting them and killing them. I think right. it's all just some grand scheme plan, basically. Now, was her claws or fingernails, like, with some tranquilizer to make it look like they died or, you know, blood packets or whatever? Probably, or hopefully. See, when... When I first started reading this, in the back of my mind, I was thinking that the two of them were Bruce and Selena. Oh, yeah. That I was like, ah, oh, interesting that they're going to go with, like, they're going to act as these ridiculous character people to get inside to get to Bane. Uh-huh. But then, obviously, <laughs> you know, you saw the Catwoman with someone else. So I'm, I'm curious who those two are uh-huh. because... You know, I mean, who they were with mm-hmm. as they showed up. 
you know, it could have been... I mean, you see his face at one point right. when he takes the mask off. So, I, I mean... But then again, it could be a false face. Right. But, you know, the whole thing, it it just seemed like having Bronze Tiger there, you know, and everything else that maybe, you know, it was, you know, up until his mask was off, I was like, maybe that's Bruce and Selena. Maybe it's, you know, Nightwing and, and Batgirl. Maybe it's, you know, somebody else helping with the plan. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the end of the issue... <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, who knows? Yeah, right. Well, and like Selena's um, conversation with uh, Puppet Master, right? Yeah. I mean, like the whole thing is like, so does Scarface control you, or you know, are you guys two separate ones? You know, trying to. Uh, there's just more play here than just that, right? You know, right. And you know, we can speculate all day but and even bronze tiger isn't acting like himself you know what i'm right. saying yeah so, so. But who's playing who i don't know i mean obviously that, bane's getting played but right is it really that obvious that bane's getting played you know yeah so and and that's what the whole complexity of this issue is why it's my number one for the week, really. Just because mm-hmm. there's more to it, and it has more layers than the initial first read. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and I mean, and, and again, Michael Janin's art in this book is so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, like, Finch, David Finch hasn't been doing a bad job mm-hmm. with the first arc. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a huge fan of his. I, I've enjoyed his Batman more than I have, I guess the last book he did was Wonder Woman. I, I was not a fan of his art in that. But I mean Batman's been good, but Michael Janin, man, man oh man. It, like the like you said, the the scene where Catwoman and, and Puppet Master are going through the little sewer stuff. Right. The whole way that it's laid out, you know, climbing through the pipes and everything else is just so good. And then and then the close up of her face when she's taking off her goggles. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean there there's a lot of like really really good art in this book yeah yeah <laughs> you know yep it's un- unlike some of the other books that we were talking about this week that it seems like there are some panels that are oh crap i have to turn this in <laughs> you know i need to turn in four <laughs> pages to my editor right. by today right where some of it just kind of scribbled in like this one man just like, every page you know like a-, a lot of times when i read the book the first time I'll kind of just read the book, you know, look at the art, but not like get really too engrossed in it, but I'll go back and like really look at the stuff. And this one, it's like the first time I'm reading it, I just sit and just stare. (laughs) Yeah. That's yeah. 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 That's the whole, it's the whole great thing about it. Yeah. That's why it's my number one. I mean, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's, it's just everything. Everything's. Yeah, it's really. It, my top three really could be interchangeable in any order. You know, it, it not last week how there were like five or six books that could have been in our top three. Right. I mean, I I think Batman, Batman, Green Lanterns, and uh, Trinity are definitely the the cream of the crop this week. But I mean, for different, they're all for different reasons. Right. Yeah. 
and and depending on my mood, I guess I could rank any of them number one, two, or three. Right. You know, I, I, I and, and man, this Batman book is so good. Like, I remember you were complaining when that first issue. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I don't know, blah blah <laughs> blah. And now you're like, oh my goodness, the layers yeah. and the complexity. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I like as soon as I read this Wednesday, it was like, because this was like the first one of that that I read, just because how I loved the last issue, and right. then as soon as I read it, I was like, holy hell, I'm ready to talk about this issue now. Yeah, I remember you messaged me, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, I'll read it eventually. I'll get there. We'll talk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this story is fantastic. Mm-hmm. That I. I really think King, Tom King has been doing a great job, you know, with this. Yeah. My my only complaint is there hasn't been a janitor miniseries yet for Daryl. <laughs> right. Maybe we'll get but, that. I'm hoping. Hashtag janitor 007, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I've been enjoying it. And, you know, I mean, like you said earlier, that this was a week where it wasn't, you know... 10 out of 12 books were fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, it's still, you know, I don't know how many there were, maybe eight, nine books, you know, and, and again, over half of them were, were very enjoyable. Right, yeah. You know, and and consistently to, to be like that, I, I think they're hitting on all cylinders. Yeah, and that's the, that's the main thing, is like the consistency. Now, like, yeah. like you said, with your top three is interchangeable on your mood or whatever. But like with Batman for me is my number one because of the complexity of it. But right. like two and three, like with Trinity and and whatnot, it I can go with mood on those two. And the Green Lanterns. Yeah. But like this is like just like this is really in my wheelhouse. But like right. but like overall, like dare I say line wide or at least rebirth line wide. There really hasn't. There's only been like maybe two or three that I just like totally given up on. Yeah. And tra- yeah, I, and trade weight for. Yeah, I I think I've stopped reading a couple more than you have. Uh huh. But but it's still. I mean, I I think less than five books. I've I've just like you know, well, I'll just wait for the trade. Right. You know, and, and the fact that th- there are a lot of books coming out. Yeah. You know that's yeah that's pretty good pretty good numbers I think yep. yep um we did have one listener question last week that we didn't get to because I completely forgot about it um but speaking of Mike he asked uh what the two of us thought about the young animal books right um I haven't read any of them yet I don't know if you've read some of them. I've read some of them, yes. Well, actually, I guess I've <coughs> I read all n- the number ones that are out. Okay, yeah. He he was asking our opinion on what what those books were. Um. And okay, so I've read Doom Patrol, right? Which right. is totally <laughs> trippy as hell, and like I, I, it's like I read it and I don't know what the hell's going on sometimes, so I have to okay. reread it. <laughs> and then Shade the Changing Girl. Right. And it's okay. Like, I've read the first issue and I want to keep reading it. 
but it might be one of those like I wasn't really totally invested in it. Right. It, I know it's good, but it might be one of those that I save two or three back to read it. And then um, my favorite one, and I don't know why, maybe it's just going in this Batman kick or whatever, but Mother, Mother Panic. Panic, yeah. And the whole, and that one panel where she says, fuck the bat on it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that out of all of them, I think that would be the one I'd read first. Just because, like, I've never been a huge Shade fan or a Doom Patrol fan. Mm-hmm. And at least with Mother Panic, you know, I mean, the universe it takes place in, I, I'm interested in. Right, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I just haven't gotten to them yet. The, I will at some point. Well, there is one that I haven't read, and that was... Uh, is that Cave Carson? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't read that one yet, so... Oh, okay. I don't have a actual opinion on it, but... Are, are those the only four? Those are the, the only four that I believe... Are out oh, okay. right now, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't. But I would say that Mother Panic's probably my favorite one that I've read so far. But that's okay. just based on me reading the first issues of those three, and not Cave Carson. Okay. Because yeah, I I read Doom Patrol like twice, and I still didn't know what the hell was going on. The art and stuff in it is great, but I was just like, whoa. Now is it? Is it like a um, like a second sight kind of thing where it's just like really spaced out, or is it like a multiversity kind of thing? It's like a multiversity where... thing. Oh, okay. Because like yeah, <laughs> somebody's head gets dissected, and then you go into the brain, and then it's like a whole new world type thing that's on the brain, uh, okay. and yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, at some point I will probably check them out. I more than likely I'll wait for the first, the first trades, and then, then jump in from there so I can at least read a story. Right, right. <clears throat> Just because, I mean, I, I've got so many other things that I'm reading that I'm falling behind on. I can't, I can't start adding more books to it right now. Yeah. Which, um, which is one of the reasons why I haven't fully invested in, in those. I mean, I have them and everything. I just, you know. I can only comprehend so many books at a time. How, yeah. Speaking of Mike, I don't know how he does it. Like, how he can read all the stuff that he's reading. Well, that I I was just tweeting with him the other day. That, I mean, there are some comics that he'll be posting about. I've never even heard of the companies before. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even know how you find this stuff. But <laughs> like, there are some things that based off of just like random covers he'll post. Uh huh. You know, and and just like a one sentence tweet about the issue, I'd be like, you know what, that sounds interesting. So I'm like, <laughs> I have a whole list of stuff that he's been talking about that I, you know, to check out at some point. Right. And I'm just like, man, oh man, you know, because I I was asking him about the four five one books. Uh huh. And I mean, the only one I've read is Neverland. Right. And I mean, I'm even behind on that by at least an issue. Mm-hmm. I think I've only read the first two. I think three, maybe four, out so far. Four because yeah. I'm too behind on that too. Oh, okay. So I have missed one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm totally in on those too." Like, Man, I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know how you have the time. Yeah. Well, and then that's the whole thing is like the time because he works. He spends time with Barb, right? <laughs> yeah. And then he does like three other podcasts. So three other podcasts. 
Right. He's just like a hundred podcasts. Well, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. No. He. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's the thing. You love something, you know. Yeah. You go all you you find the time for it. <laughs> yeah. You know, just like you coaching baseball. Oh yeah. Sorry, managing baseball. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coaching kids. I'm managing oh, okay. baseball. <laughs> right. <laughs> huh. Um. Anything else you want to get to before we wrap this one up? No, I think I think that's pretty much. Um. Yeah. Um. Uh, that's pretty good. Excellent. Um. Next week. Trying to think. Yeah. No. This week we have books. This is the fourth week. The week after we only have, I think, two annuals. Right. right that's right. The Batman and Superman. Uh huh. Okay. Yes, we've got plenty of stuff to talk about this coming week. I'm sure because this is going to be the action and detective and Hal Jordan week and Wonder Woman, all the other. All the other super fun stuff, and I think we get a new Batman Beyond this week too. Yep, I think so. Cool, cool. That's a good one. Um, well, that is this episode, everybody. Thank you for listening to Rebirthically. Uh, I am Aaron. You can tweet directly to me at Aaron S Bell. You can tweet directly to Ronnie at Ronbar three sixteen. You can also tweet the show directly at NL Rebirthically. You can email the show directly at rebirthically at gmail.com. Uh, I guess we would love any questions, comments, concerns. You could leave iTunes reviews. Uh, you can yell at us for <laughs> making ridiculous assumptions about comics or creators like Ronnie last time. Uh, surprisingly, we did not get any hate mail that I noticed no. unless someone private messaged you. About your dislike of every good writer ever. There was a couple that I had that DM'd me about it, but, you know. Uh, Yeah. It wasn't like they were going to come to my house and. Right. Or anything. Right. Well, uh, I guess until next time, that is. A podcast.